What's up? What's up, everybody? I'm Carmine Davis here at the Carmine Davis Show. How are y'all feeling? Um, I'm feeling cool. Um, since the last uh, podcast, this was um a lot has transpired in the last week. Um, you've seen um all over Twitter. You've seen it all over Facebook. Um, I'm I'm going to tell you guys what how I've been protesting, how I've gone around and spread the word and what I've experienced in the past week. Good and bad things that you probably won't hear from um, the media. First of all, I would appreciate if you guys follow, um, subscribe. This is part two of my um, FUBU series. Um, something I, I think um, I want to use my platform to make clear before anything, I, I want to educate for those who actually don't even know, which I feel like is majority of us, the Black Lives Matter um, movement is an international human rights movement or originating in the African-American communities. Um, that campaigns against violence and systematic racism towards black people. Black people. Let's just start there. Um, this is something that has been in effect for so long. Um, so I want people to gather that first and understand what Black Lives Matter means. If that makes any sense. So um, the things that you've seen, I just want to get that out the way, are not just a bunch of random black people getting together and um, rioting. That's I want to. I want. I feel crazy that I actually have to say that, um, but I I think that that's been a common misconception. This is a movement that has been in in for quite some time now, um, a functioning movement that has been so. Mm, you when people see these things, I think a lot of people at home just see a bunch of they think that it's some unorganized, angry um group, which somewhat of that is true. We are angry, and there's a group of people of color, but the Black Lives Matter movement started in the African American community, but it has spread its message and has formed alliances throughout the years. The protests that um, we've been a part of are organized. Before you start and before we go, there there's a rally. We discuss the mission. We discuss where we're going, what's going to happen, when, where, how. So I just want that to be known. I, I feel like people are not, <laughs> for some reason, I think they just think that this is just a group. We have a, we've had a movement. The intention behind these protests, every protest that I've been a part of or seen or even been a witness of, they were nonviolent. There are people in those groups that um, pretend that they are for the cause. Um, they appear that way and they go rogue. And um, there are um, many undercover cops. There are many... Um, undercover uh, people who plan on who, what do you call them? What's the technical 
definition of the people who enjoy the chaos. Um, there are some people that are using these opportunities to incite violence, to um, manipulate and cause mayhem. And unfortunately, a lot of what you're seeing is that um, taking advantage and inciting a race war. Um, some of them are hired with um, by government officials. It's a fact. So when you're seeing rioting and looting of a couple of buildings and And you, it's easy for you to lose the fact that there is a movement, a positive nonviolent movement in the process. And I, I, being on that, being on the inside of all of that, even sharing posts and knowing about um, algorithms and how things work and how social media and tags and all those things work. Everything that you're seeing, I don't even know if you're, if I can be a thousand percent transparent with you over this past week, the things that I've seen on my own sitting here, I'm not a thousand percent sure that every follower and everybody will hear this message because there are a lot of things that they are not wanting people to see for whatever reason, any platform, Facebook, because it's so graphic and all of these things are for the meaning of, they are just not wanting that message out. So I want that to be understood, question everything that you are seeing. Um, the only thing I can suggest for every person listening to this is to go to uh, a protest. Find out where your nearest protest is, whether you are um, an alliance, whether you are black. Um, find your nearest protest, get with someone, um, and go to your nearest protest. I've gone to maybe one or two protests in my life that did not involve the Black Lives Matter movement directly. Um, some of them um, were political. <sighs> what I saw when I walked up to the protest to get ready, um, was scary. I will say, initially it was a scary look. You walk in and then in this, on the outside of the protest, it's a seemingly normal day. And you, you walk and the closer and closer you get to the protest, you, you it's the energy, the, 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 it's a charge in the air. Um, but it's one that you can't, nothing in my, nothing in me wanted to go away from that scene, but it almost felt you did not know what people were going to do. And those people were not the protesters. One, there is one APD car while I'm in Atlanta. And for every one protester, there had to have been at least one police official and then another um, military officer. So almost two law enforcement officers to every protester. I kid you not. They come in, and once they get us in one place, they barricade us in. They were telling people when we were walking up that they should leave, because if they didn't leave in 10, 15 minutes, they would be arrested. So you have all these military needs. You're First of all, I've never, you have a right to protest. You have a 
this was in the middle of the day. Most of these protests start early and they go on into late night. Some people, they go all through the night. We were near the Capitol. There was heli- there were helicopters all around. And you could tell why the stances and how many police officers. It wasn't like that originally. The first protest, the first march, it wasn't that way. At the, gradually, as the weekend went, they were calling in more force. As if you were, it felt like we were a part of a terrorist group. Uh, nonviolent protesters who had a good intent were being looked at by the government as like um, a, a Taliban, a, a, a ISIS or something. They had a swarm. They had police all around the Capitol and then they allowed buses to come in and they would come in and run around and chase certain members or uh, protesters to the ground and arrest them. They would tackle them to the ground and arrest them for protesting. Whether they would find some excuse, they go off and they run around and they go any excuse to arrest you. This is a means to intimidate. They use rubber guns, but you could tell that there was there they were aware that there was no law laws breaking, but they wanted to intimidate and to scare us from at either turning away, they wanted you to turn away, or they wanted you to never come back. And that broke my heart because of I've I've seen like I've said multiple protests and I've never seen anything like that. We walked for it was I know altogether my Nike <laughs> app told me we walked for maybe three and a half hours. Um, I don't know how much of that was the actual march opposed to how far we walked to get there. Um, but it was one of the best. I had never been in a group of people. I, I don't. I don't really. It felt powerful. That, I, that's the only word I could think about. It was and seeing what we saw. Um, we we began the protest in uh, in prayer. Officers um, stopped our rally to offer uh, take a knee with us. Cool. That's great and all. But as the day went on, things began to, you could feel things are starting to heat up. I feel like the closer things got to darkness, the closer the law enforcement were able to loosen up a little bit and not in a good way. Those um, grimace faces, it seemed as though they were trying to get us all in one place so they can exert force and intimidate us. They were kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? It was praying. It felt like pray. You felt like pray. Um, as the night grew on, of course, things began to t- intensify. And at night, that's what you see. You see the police officers. They issue a curfew. These curfews in Atlanta, you... I got an alert the other day that the curfew was nine o'clock at eight o'clock. You're in the middle of town. Most of 90% of those kids were nowhere. We don't live anywhere near the city. Most, like I said, it took at least an hour to walk towards the protest. 
you could not get out of the city and in your car and home fast enough before you realized that there was a curfew. Do you understand what I'm saying? They waited till eight o'clock to send a notification on your phone that there was a curfew at nine. You can't, where can you go? It will take an hour to get to where you're getting. And in most of us, and if you're in greater Atlanta or any major city, you live on the outskirts, you live in, most of it, it would take an hour or so to get home, hours to get out of the traffic that way, because there was so many of us. You seeing, you seeing Tania Pilgrim and Messiah Young, Morehouse and Spellmine, these are college, this was the group that I was with. We were college educated students, young. You seeing them trying to go home after the curfew had been initiated an hour ago. You see the police officers, six police officers break into their car, yank them out and tase them to pull them out. What you're seeing was a chance for them to strike us. Them using an hour. I, I want people to, I want to, I want people to die, understand what they're seeing. Those, they were going home after being told an hour to go to leave. They were going home as fast as they could. And when the clock strikes nine, it's game time for these officers. That's what's happening at the protests. My best friend, um, Malik, who is a guest, um, a friend to the show, like Wendy Williams would say, he went to a protest yesterday in Arkansas. He went late. And um, he he got caught up in a group of people who were there past protest, unbeknownst to them because they didn't get the notification. Police officers, the police officers that were following them along um, were all of a sudden they turned on them. When the clock struck eight o'clock, all the cops and officers and even paramedics blocked them in towards the Capitol. And they he told me he looked up. And there were men, at least 30, in cloaked, white cloaked hoods. And they raced towards protesters. They were locked in by the police officers. They had helicopters swarm down. And then he also had what's seeming the KKK. You don't even see this. There's no reports of it. You don't see, do you know what I'm saying? To intimidate, to, to, to bring fear to them, he had to run to his car he was terrified. There was tear gas. They're throwing lasers in people's faces, shooting them with rubber bullets to their face. And I hear a lot of people talking about buildings and looting. You had bitches crying about Gucci on their lives. You were being followed in Gucci. If you were there, your black ass was being followed. Do you know what I'm saying? Every inch of the way. I've been followed at every, almost every store. Every Gucci, every Prada, Sephora, um, every store I've gone to. And that's not okay. I've never stolen an item ever from a store. I'm followed. I'm treated as I'm a, like a thug. And then you have your president... I was among those groups of quote-unquote thugs. They're lumping us up with the looters and the rioters 
And I get it. You want the whole message to be seen. But how are you forgetting? How are you not reporting the fact that you are allowing people to open fire, to tear gas, to attack, to intimidate your citizens? Nonviolent citizens. The two things that black people fear the most, the police and the KKK. One in front of you, one behind you, coming at you. Where is that? Citizens who are protesting, who, who are doing the same things that people have been doing every day. Me too. All of those people had protesters. And you choose to focus on those looting incidences. Across the world in Paris, they are, they're, we're not, and you want to bring up looters? We are all connected by this. Because it is important, don't diminish that. Every riot, there are people in concerts who, who have rioted, turning cars over, doing, inciting millions and hundreds of million dollars of damages. But this is what you want. You are referring to us as looters and rioters, and you're treating us all together like it's open season, even without incident. There was no looting at my protest. There was no rioting at my protest. There was no looting or no rioting at the Arkansas protests until you intimidate. You begin to intimidate and watch them run and, and, and disperse, breaking into buildings, anger, breaking in and attacking you. And that's the images that you see. But you're not seeing what is inciting all these things. That's why I feel like it's important for everyone to go and see it and be a part of it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Whether you take it through the night or whether you're there in the afternoon making sure that people get water or um, Gatorades or um, tear gas. There, there are people there. <laughs> we are in a place. This is a protest that people are there to help people who were attacked, who aided people who are attacked on the sidelines. There are people just for that. Now, that has become deemed necessary. Does that, does that make any sense? In the Black Lives Matter movement. And you are saying that these aren't racially, racially motivated attacks. The KKK. And the reason why you're not seeing it is because they're the same person. Officers are putting on these sheets in a mean to intimid- as a means to intimidate. They're using images that have incited fear in us for hundreds of years all because we want to matter we want y'all to see us we want you to stop killing us does that make am i connecting some dots i want that to be known first there was no i think there was i feel like people think that these are a bunch of people who are coming out to to riot or to loot and and for my people who are actually even just only sharing these stories um, and referring to the whole movement and not refer only referring to the looting and the rioting and not referring to the Black Lives Matter movement. Unfortunately, every one of you are pulling us behind. Whether you're silent, whether you are only um, promoting the or discussing the rioting and how that's not right, no crime is right. 
sometimes crimes are necessary for you to even be sharing the same. Do you realize every liberty you have, the fact that you are able to post is because somebody rioted and, and marched for you. And unfortunately, from our actions and the acts of the people of the Black Lives Matter movement and all of our alliances, our beautiful alliances, which I will get to that later. Because of that, those works, those people facing their fears for you, you will benefit off of that. To the women, there are a lot of men and women, white men and women, who I know for a fact, there's some of my, they're, They were some of my friends who have black men in their homes. They're fucking sucking and riding black dick every single day and have been silent or very minimal in their protest. And I want you to understand that the power, all of us have a power. This, me doing this in my platform, I could go and give you some glossy story and, and of course, give feed teaspoon or a sugar feed you um, about how every little piece of our lives, you know, go back to um, injustice. So I could give you a Kim Kardashian story and I could give you a, all of that and turn it around and make you see, you know, in a long form. I could do that every week. I have done it every week and I will do it. The format's not changing, hopefully, but I want to keep it real with y'all. If you are silent about Black Lives Matter, if you are um, minimal, you are a part of the problem. Now, that doesn't mean, I mean, I get it. It's, it's fearful. What do you say? Especially to my white alliances, you'd have to admit out loud that you are a product of privilege, white privilege. And I feel like most people don't even have the idea when they hear privilege, they think, oh, I've worked for everything I had. Nobody would ever have to second guess that. That's the privilege. You don't even get, we don't even, you don't, you don't get that question if you've earned it or not. I mean, no one cares. Everything I've gotten, I've had a million questions about it. How did you get that? Who do you know? What is this, that, and the third? And that is the privilege. That's privilege in play. The fact that you don't know what it's like to go places and being watched a taxpayer. I've places that I've I've shopped in millions of times. They are watching me. Their customer service the shit out of me. And I've learned to function in that and that is not okay. To my white alliances again, I want to go back. Who say they love a black man? Be silent. Y'all should be in the front. One thing that they do um Y'all should be, y'all should be in the front, front lines. You have mixed babies. This is about the kids, their future. I feel like a lot of us black people have become complacent. We're happy that we're even able to share the spaces with them, but you are not sharing the opportunities. That is privilege. You are not, you are not. You listening to this right now, you are not equal to your Caucasian counterparts in any field, way, shape, form, or fashion. Two people with the same degrees, they will, they will 
or you would have to, they would, they will choose the Caucasian woman or man, but, or you would have to choose to work twice as hard. That's the point. Why? That's racial, that's racist. Do you get that? You are still chosen as less than because of the shade of your skin, your heritage, where you start your hair. Your hair is up for discussion. You're in the office right now and your hair is up for discussion. It can cause you, it can make the difference between your um, advancement or your diminishment. How you wore your hair today. That's why it should not be comfortable for you because it's not. You having to learn to talk and walk and, and soften yourself to make it when other people do not. That's why you should take that time and march. Donate. Speak out. Tell your stories. Let the people around you know your struggles. And also to my white friends, let them know examples of your white privilege. There's a girl that I know I've worked with and been close to. She shared a story of when her and her friend got pulled over and how they just let pulled him out of the car. This, this black guy pulled out of the car and he was treated unfairly and it shook her to the core. But so many of you do have similar stories. I'm talking to you women who have black men, you white women with black men, you white guys with black men. You have seen the looks that they've given you. Everybody watch, every, every couple I hear or have spoken to discuss the looks, the division that does not have to be. They're looking at you because that is a big, still a big deal to them. Isn't that crazy in 2020? Isn't it not worth getting up and marching for? Your husband coming home and telling you stories about how he couldn't get to the dinner in time because he was pulled over and accosted by the police. Tell that story. Tell the story about how your family cut you off. Because you chose to be with a black man. Because they look at the black man as less than. Your man is being looked at by people who can hire him, people who can fire him, people who can ultimately kill him as less than. The black dick is a beautiful thing. We all can agree that the black titty is a beautiful thing. It's often always over-sexualized and never... Protect it. It's easy to share a little post. But tell your story. Tell your, tell your Facebook friends. Cause a discussion. It's time to get messy. So people can no longer diminish what we were doing out there when we're marching. We're making an example, a physical example of the anger that we, are, we have experienced for decades. This is nothing new. This is just a scream from a frustrated body, a group of people. This is just the first part of screaming. And there has no, has been no 
violent uproar. There, we weren't attacking police officers at all. And also, aside from, I feel like everyone should march or go to at least one protest in some way, shape, or form or fashion. Um, let's just say you have kids and you cannot, you know, or there's situations where you just cannot make it or you, you physically don't have it in you to be able to go. And I completely understand that. Um, there's the, um, for us, the Atlanta Solidarity Fund that I donated to, and I would like everyone to do the same. Um, there's going to be a link of that in the about this section, about, um, about this episode section, the Atlanta Solidarity Fund. Um, and go to the uh, Justice for um, George Floyd protest in Atlanta to support. Um, I'm going to give you an update on that as well. They they bail out protesters who were arrested, long story short. And I would appreciate that because that could have been me and it might be me. So <laughs> so make sure you donate. Um, update, we have enough funds to handle immediate bail needs. Further donations will go towards the long-term expenses of dealing with the state repression. Amen. That's from the Atlanta Solidarity Fund. Um, I hope you guys um, click on it. But there's also other donate. Just just donate. I've seen some people donate ten, twenty dollars. Um, other people, uh, thousands, a uh, hundred thousands. Um, I donated a good amount, and I would I would like you guys to do the same. Um, again, that link will be in the about this episode section. <sighs> I think um, I will, I want to end by also expressing how I cry every morning <laughs> and not out of despair or I don't, I don't feel my, all my friends are tired. I'm tired. My feet hurt. Um, my mind hurts. But every morning, every day I get messages from colleagues, Friends, coworkers, um, people I went to school with, um, follow you know fans and followers, and all those things about how um, they could be of help. Alliances. What are the steps they take when they are being bullied into silence by their white counterparts? What should they say? What would? And that to me, y'all are people are stepping up and seeing it. Something that we have dealt with in silence. As a whole body, we're huge. We are huge. We are an influential group. We are a core. We are an important body, a piece of important. We are important to this world. We we are in everything. We are everywhere. But our, si our suffering has been in silence for so long and diminished and, and, and we keep it amongst ourselves, even to, to the point where we've become numb to it. And y'all woke up and some of y'all woke up and see your privilege at hand and, and can visually see it and come up to me and show your support and ask me where, where can I go and show up? I've seen your pictures at you at the protests or handing water out or, you know, aiding um, people who were uh, attacked by um, law enforcement at protests. I've seen it. I was there. I, I walked with y'all multiple times. Like, thank y'all. I just want to say thank you because you don't have to. Um, comfort is a choice that a lot of people uh, have chosen. And every day I see more and more 
support. Sharing your stories and sharing other stories and articles about the Black Lives Matter movement will make all of us in a better place. You choosing to see us and say, I want to support. That to me is empowerful. That, that, that's empowering. That's empowering to me. That's, that's, that's the difference. I've seen videos of you guys jumping in bullets in front of rubber bullets for us. Jumping in front. At our protest, they jumped in front. Gladly. I never, I never, that's why I tell everyone, if you're hearing this, get to your nearest protest. Because there was, there were, there was a lot of things that will change the whole way you view the world. I, I don't, I'm forever changed by the protests. I'm forever changed by what I've seen online and, and the things that I have experienced on my own. I'm, I was changed to know that y'all were, y'all showed up for us and heard us. Used your position and your platform to speak and raise money and raise awareness and keep us, to keep us safe because we are important to your culture. You see our 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 contributions to the world and you feel that we are worthy because we are. Black people, we are powerful. We are powerful. We are, we're, we're powerful. We can do anything. And that's worth fighting for. Um, get to your local protests. Um, I retweet on Twitter a lot of the times. Um, I try not to, I'll probably DM you. I'm more likely to DM because um, I'm just... I don't want anyone getting tipped off. <laughs> it's that kind of situation to me from where I'm standing. Um, but that doesn't mean that we should not be there. We got to go see it. We got to go out there in those streets and see. You can't, you'll never be able to deny. The truth It's right there. It's easy to deny it through your phone. When you see it face to face, your life, your life will forever be changed. And, um, the group has your back. When you go and protest that you're around a bunch of people who have your back, you're in it together. So you're in a safe space. Um, and for those people who have been protesting, donating and all of that, sharing the news and I appreciate y'all. Because this is a huge, my babies should be able to be pulled over and not have to worry about is this the day that they're going to die they should be able to go around and live their lives without being attacked all of us should be able to equally this was the part two uh next week i will keep you guys updated i will try to start putting um but i've, I've just been so busy um i will probably try to but i and i'm not in the mood to just do a normal show i'm just gonna be honest this is my show this is the show now until further notice. <sighs> Again, thank you guys for listening, subscribing. I'm so exhausted. I can't even lie. This is like the only day that I had, I, I dedicated. I waited to the last minute to record this because I'm just glued to everything. And then if I'm not, you know, I'm exhausted. My friends are exhausted. My family, 
my alliances. We are all exhausted, but we must keep going. There's a lot that's been shown in the last week, and I don't want anyone to forget it. Um, but again, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, follow, subscribe, and I'll see y'all next week. God bless y'all, and let's continue the fight.